Everyone, please observe the fasten your seatbelt and no smoking signs have been turned on. Sit back and enjoy the podcast. Tonight, we're talking about The Matrix. You no trouble. Me, fifth element. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Welcome to the podcast. We are your host. I'm editor Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, cinematographer Jared Gallen. How you doing, Brian? I am fine <laughs> and dandy, sir. How about yourself? Doing great. I'm getting plugged in and I'm ready to go. All right. All jacked in. We also have DP Mike Griggs. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, hey, hey. What's up? I know lighting. <laughs> <laughs> Show me. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, wait! This is an audio thing. God damn it! <laughs> and we also have costume designer Kristen Jones. Hello, hello. Hey, hey, hey! Here we are talking the Matrix, the movie of 1999, or one of the great movies from wait, 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 1999. Wait, wait, wait. Star Wars, bro. Star Wars Episode One was the movie of 1999. Or could have been oh, Fight man. Club. <laughs> And Fight Club. 15-year-old well, me was super <laughs> yeah. pissed that uh, Star Wars did not win the uh, visual effects that year, but I didn't see this movie until, like, late 2000, so. I was about to say, I did, definitely yeah. didn't see this in 99, but I did see episode one in the theaters. 100%, like, f- like at least four times. You guys didn't see this in theaters? I'm pretty sure I saw this in the theaters. Yeah, there Brian. we go, Kristen. Thank you. <laughs> Brian, my parents didn't take me to movies <laughs> ever. <laughs> 1999. Wait, I was uh, I was going to be a senior in uh, in high school when this came out. Uh, we were like uh, what? I was like 12. No, 15. What, were we 15? We were we were 15, Jared. Okay, I was like 12. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I feel 12 when I watch this movie. Does that count? Yeah, we'll accept no, that. I, I definitely didn't see it in the theater because uh, it was rated R, and my parents were very much not cool with us seeing any rated R movies. So it was it was a friend's house experience. But much there's after religious the fact. overtones in this. Oh, I know. It's all I about. Know. It's yeah. definitely Jesus coming back well, look, and saving My brother everyone. is six years younger than me, and my parents took him to go see this. Your yeah, parents are cool. My parents were not cool. I was not allowed to see most things, but I definitely saw this, so I don't know how that happened. No way. And we owned it, too. 
because it's like it's the quintessential like uh, sci-fi movie of like of, of our generation, like the the adult one. Like what, what do oh, we have bef- before this? We had like a Terminator Two and and uh, what was it, Jurassic Park? Those are the big like sci-fi movies before this, and then there was kind of like a, a space where we didn't have anything until this movie came out. Equilibrium. Yeah, no. <laughs> Fuck you! No, wait, didn't Equilibrium come out after that? Wasn't that one of the yes, the yes? Matrix and the tagline and the tagline on Equilibrium was "Forget the Matrix." <laughs> and like, I watched mm. it after having read that, and I was like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" Like, you you could have just not said "Forget the Matrix." Don't compare the, anything to the Matrix. Just say this is a great movie. What are you doing? Well, I mean, how can you not? I mean, the only thing I remember about that movie is that Christian Bale's wearing a black leather suit the entire film. <laughs> I don't even know that I've heard of this movie. I have to look it up. It is really bad from what I remember. Yeah. Yeah, I'm no, it's not, it's not great, Bob. I, I remember someone saying, oh, if you like The Matrix, you'll love Equilibrium. Yeah. No. No. The one I kind of liked that was a, a rip off The Matrix was The 13th Floor. I don't know. You guys ever see that? Ooh, remind me of that one. It sounds familiar. What is it? Uh, it you'd, you'd have to see I it. I, I, yeah, I, it's hard to explain without giving away like the twist ending. But it's similar concept. I also, like heard of that one either. Also, like the David Cronenberg's um, Existence, which came out around the same time. I don't know. I feel pretty strongly that this is one of the greatest movies of all time. So, hmm. even even if you want to qualify that with uh, a sci-fi action genre, I still think it's it's seriously high up there for me i think it's probably one of the most influential films i mean since i've been interested in 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 film like from 95 to now i can't think of a movie that has changed cinema more than this yeah no that's fair yeah jurassic park that was before this that was 93 yeah 93 Mm. that's what i'm saying uh oh, oh, oh sorry 95 uh toy story that's before Name what, a movie what? after like in like like. Oh, I thought you said ninety five. Sorry. Well, like, oh, ninety nine. No. Okay, no, that was his okay. reference of when he started getting interested oh. in movies. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, but Sorry. Like, <laughs> name a movie since nineteen ninety nine, right? Since this film that has entered not only pop culture zeitgeist in terms of like visual, yeah, the, yeah, the, right? the, like creating a visual style. I and mean, within like, like, like two years of this movie coming out, like twenty something movies had done the the bullet time ripoffs. Football yeah. does the damn bullet time. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> what really yeah. did they? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, dude, they totally yeah. did. Yeah. They, they they did it on national TV. They 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 set up stadiums able to to be able to do that real time. Well, they do it for the instant replays, but yeah, yeah. God damn! <laughs> Bullet time has lost all its cool. It's in sports. <laughs> <laughs> Bullet time lost all its cool when I found out they had to do it with DSLRs. Ugh. Yeah, you're right. Taking high resolution <laughs> photos all within milliseconds of each other just not cool. Yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, not sure. cool, bro. <laughs> Even though it does look good, I was watching it, like you know, trying to see if I saw a quality loss. They they blend it really well. It looks great. Yeah, you can see the uh, the hands sometimes. Like uh, they'll kind of morph them in between frames. If yeah, it, uh, I don't know if you, you guys uh, have the Blu-ray. You can actually watch the uh, the completely raw bullet time. Oh, yeah. No they, way. Yeah. yeah, they just cut the three sixties together, and you actually see like the jump cuts and wh- how they had to blend. The, the frames and how they had to smooth it out. So they didn't have enough cameras, you think? Or what was the issue? Yeah, I don't, I don't think they had enough cameras. Wow. I mean, well, they, they were really, you know, kind of trying this out at the seat of the pants. I mean, the visual effects supervisor, this is the first movie he ever worked on in terms of being a visual effects supervisor. He'd done other things for special effects, and he'd worked for, like, uh, 
the guy that did the Starfield in uh, 2001. What's his name? Uh, Douglas Trumbell or something? But yeah, first film. Okay, so when I saw this movie, it, it had already been out for like a year and a half or something like that, and I, I watched it on, on DVD. So I was very aware of like what the thing was and, and some of the twists and stuff like that. When you saw this in the theater and you saw Bullet Time for the first time, like, what was your, what was your reaction? Oh, I, I didn't understand it if, uh, for a while. Because it was kind of like, wait, is everybody seeing that in the world? Am I just seeing that? Oh, so like, is she frozen and all the guys are looking at yeah. her and they're still in time? Yeah, okay. You have no frame of reference for anything in this world. You just, like, it, it, you, get, you get some VO, right? <laughs> yeah. With some screens. And all of a sudden, you're with some cops busting down the door. And here is this lady they're arresting. You, have, you don't know if she's a good guy, bad guy. You think the cops are good because they're cops. And well, when, when she at starts, that time. Well, yeah. When she starts walking on the walls and all that stuff. No, like all of this was absolutely insane. Well, even before I saw it in theaters, I watched uh, however many behind the scenes there were like before I saw this movie at all. So like I think having it all put together in the movie was like super cool and it was still very amazing. But like I watched over and over and over again how they shot and how they like put everything mm-hmm. together it was it was i always i thought it was the coolest thing the coolest thing at that time was to have the matrix screensaver on your computer oh fuck yeah man <laughs> absolutely <laughs> did you do that brian who didn't do that bro everybody <laughs> <laughs> I, I still have it no that's not true i still have it somewhere yeah <laughs> it's gotta be yeah well it's the it's it's the original malware <laughs> right <laughs> they're collecting data still because the Matrix has you. It's all those Oracle cookies. See? Because they're, they're metaphorical yeah. cookies. <laughs> cookies. Yeah, wow. You eat it and you feel better. That's some nerdy shit. I thought that's what they were doing. Was that what they were doing? That makes sense when you think about it, but yeah. Right, because there is no spoon, so obviously there is no cookie. No, 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 no. Cookies, like like with... Uh, oh, oh, inter- like, like internet you know, cookies. Yeah, internet cookies. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm picking up what you're laying down. Stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I watched this movie a lot in high school and probably in college, and then I like did not see it again until earlier this year. So a good chunk of time passed, and I honestly fell asleep earlier this year. But I watched it again this time. I did not fall asleep. And um, thank you, thank you. (laughs) As I was watching it, and I was, uh, I I noticed for the first time maybe that the whole the whole bit at the end—that's what he's doing with the bullets because there are no bullets, so he can just stop them. And okay, okay, so hold on. So he's not the one. Then there's many because that kid can do it too, and he just has to be told. Like you can be taught. Morpheus tells him at the beginning, he's like, he's like, you can dodge bullets. And he's like, at, at some point, you won't have to. Right. Because, because at some he, point, he he's going it. to realize that their bullets aren't there, that, you know, he's in the simulation, that all of this. But that what I'm saying is the kid, the little kid can do it, too. He's not special. They all have the gift. I think that's what she says. Like, like, like yeah. some people have the gift. They just don't, like, take it all the way well right but that's what she tells him that's what the oracle tells him too she goes maybe in your next life right now you're not ready yeah she's yeah so again i don't know no 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 but i'm saying i'm saying i don't know that he's like the one the way morpheus calls it i think there are multiple special people 
that can do it. And I, Neo only woke up to it because of a sequence of events that were set off. He could have easily like died. Is what no, I'm he saying. did die, and then love's true kiss brought him back, Kristen. <laughs> no, no, stop. True okay, Kristen, I know what you're saying, and I, <laughs> I very much agree with you. I think that that was what was interesting about all the people in the Oracle's apartment is is they're all candidates, right? Like they can all do cool things. There's a kid like floating blocks. There's the the one guy's folding spoons and stuff. Right, they're all the they all those kids in the Oracle's apartment are able to see and manipulate. The Matrix. Hold on, hold on. Stop, stop. No, yeah. Guys, go back and watch it. I I know, I know. You're you're really confusing me, though. You're you're hung up on this (laughs) room of these kids, like, doing special stuff. And we literally started this conversation with, like, we started the movie with fucking Trinity doing incredible special stuff. Like, all of these people that are awake, that are aware that they're in a simulation, can do extraordinary things. But what they can't do is remake the Matrix as they see fit. And that's what we're told Neo can do. Okay, but I'm saying that the kids can. No, the kids are demonstrating. So? No, the kids are demonstrating simple things that we've already seen Morpheus, Trinity, and everybody else in the world do, and agents. And we're told that everybody that goes against an agent is going to be like nobody's ever been able to go toe to toe with one and win. And Even guess- though Trinity get a- got away from him, no, she ran. She, she didn't ran. go toe to toe. She did not fight. Fight him. Yeah, okay. she didn't fight. She ran. All yeah. I'm saying is, I think, okay, I actually haven't seen the sequels. Uh, all I'm saying is, I think oh, there's potential really? here. You will. Oh, really? <laughs> all right. Well, okay. I, I legit thought you were like about to lead to well, what the sequels are. They, I have no they, idea what the sequels Kristen, are. Kristen, we, we're at they the, top, start of the to, yeah. top of the bar right now. <laughs> it just oh, goes no. down from here, by the way. I was going to say, though, fair. but I feel like yeah. in the, se- like, the sequels, sequels like, there's so much potential here. Like, I'm not hating on this movie. I'm saying, yeah. like, I don't know that Neo is the one in the sense that I am really curious to see what else can happen in this world. And I think oh, these kids God. have I... a have so much potential that's all i'm saying i just don't think neo is like the one i think he's the one right now he just did the thing that was really great good for him but i'm saying i think like there are other special people like him you would send him the dear john letter oh i'm sorry <laughs> neo, you're just not the one. Oh man <laughs> the one i feel like for everyone well, i wouldn't put you up there with, with with a1 maybe Heinz 57 but you know <laughs> Definitely not the one. Oh, 57. Went from A1 to 57. <laughs> not even in the top 10. Kristen, I'm very excited for you to watch the sequels, and then we're all going to talk about it, because if that's the first thing that like comes to your brain after watching this, like that is essentially the, the, that's the question that they then write the next two movies around. So. Oh, yeah. I'm super excited. Okay, because now I don't know what the sequels are, and all of your reaction scares me a little bit. But also, okay, so (laughs) I was having... I haven't seen the sequels in at least 15 years, so I'm also excited to rewatch them. Okay, but hold on, because I was also... I was chatting with a friend, and I was like, yes, we're watching The Matrix this week. And she goes, oh, the trans movie? And I was like, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's get into that shit. Come on. And so now also, is that is that in the sequels too? Because I totally did not pick up on any of that until she told me like literally a few days ago. Well, a lot of it's <laughs> cut out in this. Um, well, um, Unless you're looking at uh, subtext and metaphors. But the, the Switch character in the movie, the blonde yes. girl, 
All right. Her character was originally supposed to be male in The Matrix and female in the real world. Which is cool. And, and, and I don't know switch. why they didn't. Yeah. I, but, but, okay. And so apparently The studio also, made them change Like, that. the whole egg thing is, like, I, I guess a common, like, like, trans people say, like, before they realize they're trans, they're in the egg. And so, like, a lot of the... the uh, this is what I was reading. I do not. I cannot. Maybe my article is wrong. But I was reading it on, like, Fox or something. That like the egg, the, all the whole egg thing, and the whole and like you're supposed to find yourself in the internet and in the matrix, and that's where you can explore, and that's what they're mm. doing, and mm. so all of that is part of it too. I think that's people kind of projecting themselves onto what this movie is. Um, the Wachowski siblings, when they made this movie, they were the Wachowski brothers. They're credited as the brothers. They have both since transitioned, and they are now sisters. So they just are known as the Wachowski siblings. They have talked before about um, being trans and writing those things, those experiences into their films and trying to explore that through their art. Uh, and so there is a lot of that kind of subtext in this film. But also, I think that's part of what it's like to be an audience member, knowing what the creators are thinking and feeling when they're coming up with this stuff. And so, again, it goes back to my point of I think those that's what people are kind of projecting onto the film can you read it that way absolutely i think it's a very valid way to read this movie is that necessarily the point of it or part of it as a whole maybe well but it doesn't have to be i kind of i I mean my whole thing was before i i knew any of this was i was i mean i feel like anyone can watch this movie and be like oh yeah this is my story (laughs) i was given like this set of ideals and this way Mm -hmm. to live and it's bullshit Mm -hmm. and i had to find it for myself and so i kind of feel like it's a very universal story not necessarily trans specific and so that's actually kind of why i read a little bit about it because i didn't understand where that was coming from 100 percent. yeah i still think think it's very universal but also in addition to the trans people like jumping on and and having this as their movie the other group that kind of jumped onto this is like the disgruntled angry white man (laughs) group (laughs) jumped onto this and this is like a big like incel movie (laughs) it's a big what like incel movie like the 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 guys do you, you know what incels are right no okay does anyone else want to explain this? I feel like I'm going to be biased if I. Okay, you know the you know the trope of of white dudes that live in their mom's basement at 32. It's a member of an cells. online community of young men who consider themselves unable to attract women sexually. Also typically, that. They think typically women associated with. Yep, they, oh, they're very going. hostile. They they they're, they're like fuck a bitch, bitch wouldn't fuck me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, okay. shit like that. But they think that the government should like distribute women to everyone so they can all have a woman like okay like... hold up but uh, wh- why why are they no, into that's this a movie? Thing. it's a real thing i don't I, I don't understand like i have not heard that side of it holy shit that's amazing why are they rallying well, behind this movie then i'm, I'm confused well because, because the columbine kids like yeah. quoted this movie as as this being a oh my god an inspiration what? you know because they were all the black trench coats oh, okay see the, the columbine thing i've heard of uh incel i have not uh, yeah i always called those I, uh six psychopaths ugh. Kristen. that's what i was talking <laughs> about um, community now and that's what they like to be called yeah, yeah the, the echo chambers of the internet has has launched a lot of those <laughs> communities the, giant air picture of an incel they have at google is this guy (laughs) oh man just google incel i-n-c-e-l no that's a good laugh that's all right i'm I'm okay i'm good i'm good i'm good (laughs) 
What, what if I look was, it up that, and it, the picture is too close to what I look like, Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to be all angry and be like, fucking bitch wrote this. <laughs> but anyway, I think it's a very universal story. Well, yeah. Oh, no, Does someone want to throw out the religious overtones? Because I don't know that one. I mean, there's a lot of, of savior, like Jesus kind of thing. Um, when, when, oh, and uh, Trinity, like the Holy Trinity. Trin- yep, yep. That's a part of it. That's Morpheus uh, God. The one. Morpheus is, uh, he. I don't know if he's a Greek god or what, what the name is, but he was the god of dreams, apparently. Oh, I, I yeah. Think it's, I don't know if it's Greek or not, but which is an interesting, like, he's the guy who's trying to make you wake up from the dream, so he's Morpheus. When Neo first um, meets the guy in the hallway at his apartment and he sees the white rabbit chick, um, the dude is like, oh, you're my own you say he's something like you're my savior man my own personal jesus christ he's got like two or three lines where he's like setting up all right neo is is metaphorically a big deal but also could actually and he be tells a big him to deal. wake up too doesn't he he's like yeah. maybe you need to wake up man like, unplug unplug or something unplug. that's what it is maybe you need to unplug yeah. yeah that's that was the third line yeah get some r&r unplug yeah so yeah they set up some some christian type things where he's the savior and then the fact that he dies and then comes back to life because trinity resurrects him which like watching it again it's bad i was yeah some of it's bad but like also does he actually die i don't think he actually dies okay so well i was thinking about this because like this is 1999 earlier we don't know that i mean they're implying that he dies bad equipment (laughs) he blew blood out of his mouth he flatlines (laughs) and then somehow She's like the oracle told me that I would I would fall in love with the one and and I've fallen in love with you and you can't be dead. Do you hear me? And then she kisses him and he wakes up. Okay, it doesn't but make any like, fucking sense. The oracle says she falls in love with the one, not that he stays alive what? for them to no, have a happy hold up, life. Bro. Wait, 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 hold on. Why, why does that not make sense? I hate when people say that at the end of this movie. No, it makes perfect sense. He can hear her and it's a, it's just another thing where he's starting to believe. That's the whole end of this movie. Every character's like, oh, he's starting to believe. Oh, wait, he is the one. Oh, he, he was he already dead there. by this point, though. It doesn't matter, bro. It doesn't matter. His body, his mind in the Matrix, right? That's dead. His heart, that's in the real world, bro. And he's loving in the real world. Okay, well, this is what this is my he's question. Not Love dead. will conquer all. The reason why we believe that he's dead <laughs> is right. because they they set up when when they're doing the fight between Morpheus and Neo and the construct. He's like, oh, if you get hurt in the Matrix, you get hurt in the real world. And then he's like, what happens if you die? And he's like, oh, well, the body can't survive without the mind. That's why right? Mouse dies. Right, so Mouse is dead, so we've kind of established, all right, you're going to get fucked up in the Matrix, you're going to get fucked up in the real world, but does Neo actually die, or is it just his mind stopped transmitting or something like that, and then because he's realizing that he's the one and he can recreate the Matrix however he wants, he his mind just reactivates in the Matrix, and so he never actually died. I think kind of on that same note, I don't know that he actually dies because the whole point of... <laughs> The the simulation is for them to learn how to break the rules in the matrix. And so this is just another rule that no one has broken yet. Not that he came back mm. to life, just that he is again breaking rules. Like just like he learns how to jump. Like the first time everyone falls. Well, the first time everyone dies, apparently, and you can come back to life. It's not a real thing because you're in the matrix. Whoa. Whoa. So maybe in the sequels we can get all those other people back who also died because they didn't actually no. die. I don't know how it works. I haven't seen it. <laughs> I was with you until that, but no. Um. <laughs> it's not that kind of movie. 
Dead is dead. <laughs> no, that's a mostly different dead. Sorry, they're just no. he was just mostly dead. That's the problem. he was a little dead, but not really mm-hmm. dead. It's like the people who like go off and like come back and like, oh, I saw heaven, and it's like, oh, okay, cool. Like he did that, he did that, but he came back. Yeah, <sighs> he said, "I'm not going to look at the light. I'm going to turn around." So I don't hmm. know if it's true love. I'm not. I know. I'm not buying it. They have. There's. There's. No, it's not like true love's true kiss. Love's this isn't kiss. Disney, okay? Like. Uh, <laughs> Brian has so much face palm right now. <laughs> Radio Land, I wish you could see. You guys, you guys are killing me here. No, there's, look, there's, there's like no relationship until all of a sudden she's like, look, oh, I'm in love dude. with you, so you can't die. Look, I'm not saying like, that's not okay. came out of nowhere. That came out of nowhere. Like, like she, she, is she just in love with him Did because it, she, she's been told that she needs to be in love with him? Did it? No, yes. she's been watching him for a very long okay, time. Okay, stop. Oh, hold up, hold up. That, that's <laughs> like... You, you guys, are, you guys are driving are me crazy. I feel like nobody has watched anything in this movie. Like, that's the whole point with the Oracle. Like... When Neil comes in, right, he knocks over the vase. It, it, she even says before he knocks over the vase, like, oh, uh, don't it, worry about the Don't vase. worry about it. The he knocks it over. Later. And then she's like, oh, well, look, uh, if I had said anything about it, would you have knocked it over in the first place? You know, like, right. That, that's the whole thing. Like, all, all of these lines feed into themes of this movie. OK, right. wait, I think what Brian's trying to say is that they're not actually in love, but he needed to hear trinity say that so he could continue to believe that he's the one yes you're trying to say i'm trying to say like all of these people are in way they are designed and they are being also set up and manipulated by a system in this prophecy this oracle is manipulating people to do what needs to be done i don't know her whole reason for not telling neo at the end like for lying to him and saying like oh yeah you're not the one but now you're gonna be put in a situation where you're gonna have to either choose between you and Morpheus, which one dies? That makes him become the one. I don't know. Is she fucking no, with does. him? Yeah, she is. Well, she is. No, no, no. You're right, and you're right, and I think that's it. I don't, I mean, maybe Trinity falls in love with him, and I'm, I'm sure they seem very happy together at some point. <laughs> um, but no, no, no. I think you're right. I think it is just a big manipulation, um, and yes, she's told that, and so, yes, she watches him, and yes, she's like, well, maybe maybe I am in love with him, even though we've never, like, talked to each other, really. You know, like, <laughs> it can happen, yeah. So she says that, yeah, yeah. So she says that so he can, like, come back to life because suddenly he's like oh shit i got a woman now you know i don't have to be like an incel anymore and like it all works out <laughs> Damn. to be fair like she is stalking him from the beginning line of the movie yes it's yes. like joey pants's character cypher is just like not your turn for a shift I, I, it's my turn she's like well i, I like watching him like, yeah, what? she's been doing it for a long First time. Line of the yeah. fucking no, movie. she's doing that because morpheus has has sent her to go get him because morpheus thinks that he is the one and so she's like oh shit that's my true love that's right that's why she's watching him not because she's right. into him she's just right. like really that guy that's what's going on here. <laughs> that's, oh that's the that's one that's exactly what i'm saying <laughs> okay i understand yeah. brian i understand <laughs> it's cause and effect we'll get it next week <laughs> been really funny if, if the one showed up and he looks like jonah hill and then she's like fuck really <laughs> That would just be his digital self, bro. <laughs> when he comes out there all like real scrawny, no hair. <laughs> Giant holes in the back of their fucking head. I mean, really, Jonah Hill would be an improvement. <laughs> That's pretty bad, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Like, so <clears throat> he eats the he eats the pill, which causes his body to reject the the, the hoses or whatever. No, no, he eats the pill to track it. 
to track, track it. Okay. Yeah, where he well, is. what ca- what causes him to his body to reject the system or whatever? And and the the. It doesn't make any sense to me right there. Like, this, the whole it's, thing with the, like, you so know. It's, they, two, it's two things. It's two things. One, the mirror is a thing that they're, they're saying it's going into replication. So that's like an error. It's like a bug for whatever they're trying to do with him. Because the. the Come on, when it starts taking him over? Yeah. So the pill is supposed to interrupt his input-output signal. And so it's it's like causing, like, digital reverb or something like that, right? Like, or it's it's affecting his connection to the matrix. Okay. And so that's, but that's also part of the tracker program, so they can find where he is physically in the world, and that's what they're talking about. Like, oh, we we're, we're pretty close to finding him. So when he wakes up, that's because his connection got so disrupted because of of the mirror thing going all replicating, that like it just booted him out. Right? It's like you're playing a you're playing an online video game and you kicked. just get booted from the server. Right? Yeah. So he so the f- I got you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, tra- I'm, I'm tracking with you now. Yeah, I got it. I got it. he got kicked. So he wakes so, up, right? So he so wakes up, and he's not supposed to wake up. That's why this, the fucking spider thing comes up, and then, like, the spider thing is what pulls all he... the stuff from him. It recognizes he's awake. He's seen what's actually in the in the world. We're killing him. So it it ejects all the all the, the hoses and shit from him and then flushes him down, like, to be, you know, disposed of or whatever. And that's why they're able to find him, because they were already almost there, and then they're like, oh, well, he must have gotten flushed because he, you know, woke up. Clearly, this has happened many times before, as they have said. We don't usually do it when you're this old, but we're familiar with how to make this work. I just don't see why the robots let him go. Because they, they don't think let him he's go. dead. They're, they they flush him down the toilet. Okay, but let's he's, also he's keep going in to mind get disposed of. That these robots are like the lowest of the low in the robot world because they are the mm, like yeah. harvesting the, the the humans. Okay, like these are not like well off robots, and so like do they care <laughs> that like one woke and up? Do you see that's not even like a harvester. That's like a, ah shit, something woke up. Ah damn it. All right, well yeah. kill him. Yeah. yeah, the way I always read it is like when he when the machine comes and gets him and unplugs the thing in the back of his head. That it's it's. It, He's disconnected, so it's seeing him as a dead body. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. he's going to be recycled and fed to all the babies. Everybody else, yeah. yeah. Which is, I, I okay. guess if you get flushed out and there's not a ship, wherever that tank was, I guess you drown. <laughs> you're kind of you're fucked because you, your muscles yeah. are atrophied. Yeah, you, you, you can't yeah, swim. you're pretty dead. <laughs> you, got, you ain't got no muscles. I like how that crane machine grabs him. You know, he's like, Whoa. Yeah, they're definitely like, oh, dude, that is so badass. Fucking machines in this movie are fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah, they are. Got so many like little hoses and connectors and joints and everything looks like I don't know. Just it all looks old and like yeah. really interesting. Like I love the the one little tiny slide by insert shot of the Nebuchadnezzar built in like 2067 or something like that. But like when Morpheus is saying that like you think it's 1999, we're actually closer probably to 2199 or whatever. Like. That's only still like 150 years past whenever this ship was made. And he's like, no one really knows when it is. It could be three or 400 years later. Like, that's a long fucking time. And that ship is still working. Like, wow. That's, that's I like how dope. rough the ship looks. Like yeah. It's, you know, it, yeah. It, it, it's, it's all piecemeal and, and, you know, it's been repaired, you know. A lot. Yeah, a lot. It's got, it, it's got a cool junky feel to it. And those fucking hover pads are fucking dope as shit, oh, dude. Oh, yes, oh yeah. It's are. like keeping it from bouncing on the walls. <laughs> this God, yeah, little... still, that shit still holds up 20 fucking years later, man. It does look cool. I, I do like that they put them on the top. That is cool. Yeah, it, they're it, on the top. Yeah, it keeps them from. It's not just the hovercraft. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. It's so yeah, cool. it, it's supposed to go through tunnels and stuff. Yeah. yeah. 
It's it's super neat. And the Sentinels are so fucking badass, dude. God, I love those things. Yeah, when they start attacking at the end and they like just latch mm. and they start like bl- blasting lasers out of their heads, you're like, ah. And they got those little teeny like little I don't know what those little yeah, insect, they're like, constantly just moving type things. Yeah. yeah, oh, they're so cool. <laughs> There's like a million of them right, right near that laser thing, and it's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna feed the laser. My little robot hands. <laughs> <laughs> How else are they going to eat? Oh, man. Oh, a lot of cool designs. They did a great job. All right. Well, we're going to watch the trailer for The Matrix. We'll be back. Whoa. Have you ever had a dream, Neo, that you were so sure was real? What if you were unable to wake from that dream? How would you know the difference between the dream world and the real world? What is happening to me? The answer is out there, Neo. It's the question that drives us. What is the Matrix? The Matrix is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. What truth? They're watching you, Neo. Human beings are a disease. You are a cancer of this planet. And we are the cure. Get me the hell out of here! Welcome to the real world. Save the world. So what do you need? Guns. Lots of guns. No one has ever done anything like this. That's why it's going to work. Buckle your seatbelt, Dorothy. Because Kansas is going bye-bye. Right, we're Stella. back. <laughs> Are you drinking Stella? No, no. This is okay. Miller Lite, the champagne of beer. Stella. <laughs> what movie is that, Brian? Where the cop is like? It's not a cop, Stella. What? That's not a no, cop. That, that's that's streetcar no, named Desire. The, no, where the guy where the cop was a was an actor, and I think it's got Harrison Ford in it. Oh, and he's it's recreating Hollywood, the uh, that scene. Hollywood homicide? Yeah, where where there were Josh Harnett? but yeah, where there are cops and the other guys trying to be an actor and and anyways. That is a random fucking pull, bro. <laughs> 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 fucking random shit. <sighs> May just leave that in there so people can uh <laughs> see how <laughs> we <laughs> see how we roll. This yeah. is this is the yeah. on ramp to the discussions that are actually worth having. No, I think the on-ramp to the, the on-ramp to that discussion is, Brian, you're going to have to pitch that trailer down a little bit. <laughs> I mean, right? Like, it was so fast. What the hell? Everybody's voices. It sounds like, you know, like, you know, they were younger then. <laughs> <laughs> 
Keanu Reeves goes, whoa, whoa. That trailer was pretty fucking terrible. Yeah, oh, and then when it goes to that montage with the really bad music there at the end, yeah, bad. Mo- movie's so good. Like, why, why, how, how can you make a shitty, boring trailer with these interesting visuals? Yeah. How do you do it? This, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, Kristen. Touché. It can be done. Challenge accepted. <laughs> the teasers is a lot better, but there, there's no dialogue in the teaser, so it's just music. Look, we don't want people to come see our movie. <laughs> no, no. Because you can't be told what The Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. Hey, you know, they had good marketing because, uh, you know, what is thematrix.com? Everybody fucking knew that, man. Yeah, Holy everybody shit. knew that. Well, everyone was going to go see it just for the special effects. Anyway. Well, actually, a lot of people thought this was had a potential being a bomb when it came out. Like... Keanu Reeves, he had a, a couple of hits there for a little bit with like Point Break and then Speed, and then he did this other cyberpunk movie before this. I don't Johnny know. Mnemonic? Yeah, you remember that with Dolph Lundgren yeah. and Ice T with the dolphin that's floating in the day. Oh, it's not. It's not good. It's not good. Yeah, and that was a huge bomb. And when this movie came out, everyone was like, "Wait, he's he's doing that thing again? Oh no!" And th- this is one of those rare movies. Like this only opened up with like twenty million, which was a lot in nineteen ninety nine. Especially in April, right? But this thing just like lived at the box office all summer long. Just kept making a million, million, million day after day to eventually hit like 171 for an R-rated film. They used to keep uh, movies in the theater way longer, though. Yeah, 100%. Not for months on end, though. Yeah, I mean, this was kind of a, a rare thing even in 99. Like, I remember after Star Wars had already gone to the dollar theater... I remember the Matrix still being there <laughs> at the Dollar Theater. You know, it's like people were still going to see that. But kind of on that, I d- was reading that the costume designer like did not have a budget because they did not think it was going to do anything. So a lot of her choices, um, like she still wanted to do a good job and she obviously did an amazing job. This had so much impact on fashion in general. Um, but but yeah, like her choice of... of like like a lot of the le- like the shiny leather is all like the super cheap latex like PVC kind of stuff, um, like a lot of those sweaters. Wait, like, is it really? I, yeah, yeah. It doesn't um, look you, Brian. I, it, it looks, looks great cheap. lit. It looks <laughs> amazing. No, you can like no, you can like a lot of it and tell that it's not like high quality stuff. It looks great though. I mean, it looks fantastic, but it doesn't look like leather. I'm an idiot. I didn't know the difference. I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> this looks great. It's, Look how shiny it's it is. Bl- it's black and shiny. It's definitely leather. I mean, come on. <laughs> hey, most of the budget went to the sunglasses, right? Yeah, the sunglasses were all they. The, um, each character had their own like custom sunglasses, which is That's another really cool um, detail. And I also Everybody really like wanted the Morpheus glasses. Everybody. Wanted oh those. yeah, yeah. You just you just clip them on your nose. I had some of, I don't remember which, but I had the little stupid black glasses. I think they're so ugly today, but I definitely had them and I hated them because they never like kept the sun out of my face <laughs> or out of my eyes. But like I thought I was. That's why Morpheus only wore them when it was dark outside. <laughs> I need you to see what I'm holding in my hand. <laughs> right? Oh man, that was a great shot. Well, I love all the trench coats and stuff though, but like I heard that Neo's like iconic black trench coat was something like fabric that was like three dollars a yard or something crazy cheap it seemed like, thin i mean i don't know offhand what it's made out of but i would not be surprised i mean especially though 
Okay. So down here, it's almost impossible to find something that's like $3 a yard. But like when I lived in New York, you could definitely go to, especially like in Queens, you could go to uh, like different fabric shops and find stuff on sale and get deals. And $3 a yard is like not like. Is that like really cheap? It's very cheap. It's very, Mm -hmm. very cheap. So like down here, everyone goes to like Joann's or like Hobby Lobby or whatever. And I think they all kind of start at like 10 or $12 a yard. Or I think maybe that's her sales is 10 and $12 a yard. It's okay. uh, for okay. like, for like um, fabric that you can make clothing out of. Like they have right. cheaper like right. fleece if you're making like a blanket for like a newborn or something. Um, but in New York, yes, you can spend hundreds of dollars a yard. But either are also, it's also possible to go and spend $5 a yard. It's not as unheard of. I'm sure LA is similar, but like in the middle of the country, like you can't do it. That's, you can't do that at all. How many yards does it take to make a piece of clothing? Well, it depends on the article of clothing and the size of the person wearing it, generally speaking. But... Um, <laughs> Large, like me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, T- I... Take a guess at Keanu Reeves. He's, you know, six <laughs> feet and 180 pounds. Like, yeah. like I would probably buy... <laughs> no. I would, I would probably buy... For, like, a trench coat... Yeah, I would probably yeah. buy five or six yards. No way. Yeah, well, because it's a lot of pieces, and he is right, tall, right. so you, you, that might be overkill. Maybe you could get away with well, like four or five, but I would buy extra just in case you mess up somewhere along the way. Even at ten dollars a yard, sixty sixty bucks for that coat, you know, and then the. No, labor, no, I'm sorry, that is for bad. one part of the supplies. That's not counting the rest of the supplies or the labor <laughs> involved. <laughs> It's not like you just buy the stack of fabric and you have a trench coat. That is not how it oh, I thought you just snapped your finger and it just did well, it. Well, I mean, I like to pretend that that's how it happens, but no. Bippity-boppity-boo, right? It is not. <laughs> it's not the trench coat that moves. It is you. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's cool that they all had like good fashion in their brains, you know, like when they when they yeah, their themselves. digital projections have... are definitely super cool, and and they love matching that uh, like uh, fluorescent. Uh, green with black it looks good. Yeah, I really, really like uh, Morpheus's uh, green tie. Yeah, with the the black. It looks good. It looks awesome. One of the details that I really appreciated, especially because I've had to make these before, are the sweaters that they wear in the spaceship and the real oh, Earth. Tag yeah. like pulled, and all those threads are sticking out, and shit. they yeah. all look like they're like two hundred years old. So actually, those are those would be much easier to make. In terms of like snapping your fingers and you could have something you could, if you knew how to handle knit fabric, like that would actually not, it would, it would not be that hard to make at all. Um, I, but I really appreciated those because they do look really old and that's like a really cool way to age something and have it look like fucking ratty, but also I don't know. It looked, it looked cool. It was, no, it looked I great. It. Yeah. It felt spacey, even though, you know, it, it yeah, was even though they're it, underground. Yeah. 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 It was cool. Where, I wonder where they got the fabric from. Speaking of fabric, but for the sweaters, yeah. Oh well, when I I've had to make those before, and I literally just like went to H and M and got like a ten dollars sweater on no, sale. No, I don't. I don't mean like and I mean, like in it. the future in this. <laughs> oh well, in, in, uh, the actual, Brian, in the, the movie world, the, the Sentinels oh, actually world. build. They're the probably... Sentinels actually yeah build uh, cocoons. No, and that's they, all. They, that's they all human hair. That like they just grow their hair out and then they get a haircut every two years and then they get to make a new sweater. So oh, fun it's fact, like a wool shirt. Actually, <laughs> knitting is a post-apocalyptic skill. You can just knit like 
anywhere. You don't need anything high tech. And so I bet that's what Trinity was doing. It was like... knitting and knitting <laughs> and knitting and knitting. Sorry, Pee Wee. <laughs> But knitting. actually, that's a good question. Where did they get any of their clothes? Oh, wait. Zion is like a city. Yeah, you can go yeah to Zion but the, the sky's dark. What do yeah, you so have to do growing, with sweaters? So, yeah, what are you making well, your we're... clothes out of? It, it's not Sheep. like they can like grow like I, I promise you nothing you're wearing or... right now is like 100% natural, man, natural fibers. I bet they're all a blend with polyester so that you don't need like cotton or... I wear nothing but rayon. Okay. Everything I'm currently wearing is uh, bamboo fiber. Of course. So Obviously. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Mike, I wasn't talking about you. That was directed at the others. <laughs> I know it's organic. Pants. Don't worry. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's it's 100% organic. <laughs> I grew it in my backyard, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That, that, that does make me think, like, where, where, where do they get the food from? Oh, that's They're, why it's, it's that's why they synthetic. Synthetic yeah. how? From what? It's, it, well, there's no well, sunlight. It's, it's it's proteins that they're like yeah. growing. There's that whole with they, vitamins and minerals that they're adding. No, because it's not like real food. There's that whole scene where like so like they're sitting at the table and he's like complaining about it and he goes, "No, but your brain thinks it's like this and that's all that matters." And then that when the other guy like um you know joins the AI movement. He's like, I love this bucket steak. I don't care that it's not real, that it's a simulation. He's like, this is what I like. I, I've missed food. So like they don't have food. Really. Yeah. And, and Yeah. But so what are they eating? Are they but just eating am- amino just acids? Like, like, and how are they getting those? Like, where yeah. are those coming from? No, but oh, I don't know where they're. Yeah. From. You don't you don't have animals. Probably you don't have plants. They're probably growing funguses and stuff. Are they? Yeah. It's, I don't. Yeah, man. What are the funguses? And... What are they eating? That they normally eat like dead, uh, like wood and, and like tree matter. Well, if you're right? if you're in the earth, like down, I mean, there's dirt and you know there, there's not vegetation. You know what I mean? Like, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It, oh, it, is this like a is this like a Soylent Green kind of situation? Is that where you're going with this, Brian? They eat each other. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are they eating? Are they eating their dead just like the machines are feeding them? I, I don't know. I mean, they, for it already. We only know were... of one ship, and then the implication of a human city. So, like, there's there there can't be that many dead for them to process and eat, like a swirling green situation. So. No, there's totally that many because that's where all the AI get their power from. It's from the humans, and so if there are humans that are just randomly waking up in like the bathtub, like they could totally just eat them. Like you know, like it could be a thing. Right, no, but those those are like being recycled in, into the machine system. And so it's not like every, you know, 10 times someone dies and they the machines are trying to recycle. They steal the body and then make it for their own recycling. Like, that's not a thing. Or maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like this is this is the the the, the genius and the brilliance of a movie like this is the fact that we can 20 something years later still be considering these questions to something that's like a kind of a throwaway line for the sake of them being like, well, what does tasty wheat taste like? What does chicken taste like? What does anything actually taste like? It's just your brain telling you that these are the things. And or if the Matrix doesn't know what anything tastes like, like that was almost like the joke of the movie. Like, well, this entire thing is just a fucking simulation. How are we supposed to know what anything tastes like? And here we are 20 years later being like, but how do they actually get the food? Well, don't they in the one of the... <laughs> One of the sequels, don't they go to Zion? And I'm sure they show the methods of how. Nope, they do not. Gr- nope, they, they don't give you the, any. Nope, never nope. talk about it. Nope, never nope. address it. 
In well, fact, all they, they do never, is dance. They never even they dance the night away, but we don't know how they get their food. Yeah, they they make some like uh they, they they go down I think into like the the very basement of Zion and they're machines that the clean the water and all that stuff. But you have to wonder it's like, okay, where did these machines come from? And I don't know. It it, it we'll discuss that when we get to that point. Th- those are other things. Yeah. But so, but, but it, it doesn't. Works. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. Like you get enough sense for like the context of what they the, these characters are actually dealing with in the moment, and it 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 helps you feel like there's more to it, and there could be more to it, and that's the fun thing of movies like this is you have the mystery. It's like Star Wars when when they're like, oh, we ran into that bounty hunter on Ormandel, like. Spend my entire childhood being like, "There's bounty hunters, and what the fuck is Lord Mandel?" Like all the like one fucking throwaway line, and then you get like imagination going with it until they came out with a book to tell you all about it. And he definitely read that book. <laughs> Somebody's job was to like I'm take not, that I'm, one I'm not gonna line. lie, I definitely read that book. Jared, that was that was probably several people's jobs. <laughs> several. Look, many. You, I need an entire series off this one line. <laughs> really. <laughs> If it's not a tin book series, I, we don't even want it. What is even? We need content, people. <laughs> Listen, Kevin J. Anderson, write me another book. Okay, but kind of on this, <laughs> when Morpheus offers the red pill and the blue pill, like I really like, if it were me, I would want to keep to keep both of them because, like, it, it, of course, the first time I would be like, "Yes, let me explore. This is so much fun." And then I feel like when I woke up on that little ship with no food, I'd be like, "Actually, um, let me take the other pill now because I'm done." What happens if you take them both at the same time? <laughs> I mean, that's the implication of, of you the You get really high. Twice. But you're passed out while you do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I totally, like, like I didn't appreciate the dude killing all of his little friends, but I was like, yeah, I would, like, at stake, too. Like, I get why you're, like, not wanting to How could he... buy yeah. underground forever. <laughs> well, How could I, he... okay, I, I think that's part of... of like he has the one little line like i'm sorry neo this is not something we normally do with with people who are older like once the mind has reached a certain point blah 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 we try not to do it i think if cypher was one of those people that kind of caused them to have this rule like maybe he was in his early to mid 20s and he was like fuck you what'd you do to me and now he's kind of like resigned to his his role on the ship but that's why he's the one that's you know going against everyone I think that's maybe why they're like, yeah, we don't normally do this, and you should have probably taken the blue pill, but we think you're the one, so fuck it. <laughs> they're both the same pill. They just they just have different color. <laughs> <laughs> you don't actually get a choice. You're coming with us. <laughs> it's the illusion of, of free will. Um, <laughs> that's what the oracle's all about. Um, <laughs> that's truth. Yeah, yeah, it is truth. Since we're poking holes in logic. Well, I, well, I, I, I want to say real quick, what, what what makes Joey Pants think that 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 the Joey Pants <laughs> that the, the fucking agents are going to you know hold up their end of the bargain? After right, gone like they could just fucking kill everybody. He either or, anyway, yeah. yeah, I think you, he's you go, just desperate. Go. He doesn't want to be there anymore. He doesn't really like because what if they don't hold up their end of the bargain, then he dies. Like I think he's okay with that too. Yeah, he he just yeah, killed everybody and like ruined everything, sure. but he's still going to die. I, I think he is a hundred percent like I, I'm going to accept my my fate, and if I happen to get back in the matrix, that's even better. Yeah. All right, here goes the real question: Are you are you guys red pill or blue pill? Well, I just explained mine, so I, wait. You definitely no, can't you, you take wanted one both. and then the other. No, no, I do want yeah. both. No, no, that's not. <laughs> no, you got to pick one. 
<laughs> well, unacceptable well, choices. The the no, because I would pick. I would pick. I don't. What I don't remember what color is for which, but I would pick the one where I would get the truth, and then I would probably regret it, and so then I would want the other one. But I would definitely so you go would down be the rabbit hole the situation. first. Yeah, because I I unfortunately have a little bit of an adventurous side, and so I would be like, let's see what's going on here. So Kristen is the one we would have to keep all the guns away from in the real world. <laughs> Got it. I, I would just take the blue pill and just be in the matrix, and yeah, Not I'm good worry about it. Yeah, what, I don't know, what's man. Real like, anyway, bro. <laughs> Okay, but like also, but like that's the thing is like okay, let's say you take the pill and you get like the all the little simulations in your head, and you can fly helicopters, and you can, um, you know, do jujitsu, and theoretically just have like an unlimited amount of money in your bank account. Like, why do I have like do you have to go? and fight like can't you just like live in the matrix and like explain to the suits that like hey like i support you like just leave me alone like you do your thing i'll do mine like could you do that like i i would do that that's probably what i would do after i took the pill and then realized i made the wrong decision and i didn't want to like not eat on a like ship forever and um, i would try and like yes get back into the matrix and like but not fight everybody because i don't care that much Kristen, you we do have to worry about you. I mean, you are you you the worst. You are cipher. Oh my god, you're the worst. Hundred percent. Okay, no, She's because like I would not want to like kill all of you guys. Like I would like try and let you live. Well, thank I, you, I, I, thank yes, you. She said, yes. she, she said try, 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 I'm try. Try. I mean, like, look, I, if I have to, do or do then not. I will. Well, I mean, because like. That could be of part of the negotiations, right? Like he's negotiating. How can I negotiate if I'm passed out on a table? Technically, <laughs> he only wants Morpheus. And it sounds like that dude is like tired of Morpheus anyway. I can't comment. Morpheus seems like a cool guy, but I don't live with him. I don't know. So no judgment. <laughs> I, I don't live with him. I don't know. Maybe maybe he maybe Cypher's <laughs> gotta clean the bathrooms always. And that's always his <laughs> chore on the ship. And he's like, God damn it. Can't take this guy no more. His job is to clean up after Mouse, like after <laughs> <laughs> you know, and Mouse is there doing his uh, thing with the red, with the girl in the red dress. You like that? You like that girl in the red dress? Yeah, I made her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. 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 so when like everybody gets shot, they do all like the oh the bullet shot motions in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, money shot all the way around. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know we ha- we haven't taken bullet time to porn yet. I mean, yeah, like you know, I'm sure it's been done. Yeah, I, I think it has. I'm sure it's been done. How could it not have been? Okay, porn usually adopts technology first, so I feel like that's a thing. I kind of want to Google it, but. I don't want to see it. I'm going to send it to no, you guys if I do. No, so. please don't. It's like it's slow motion blowing by someone's head. That one. <laughs> Kristen, if you find it, I do not want the red pill. <laughs> Give me the blue pill. I don't want to know. The Let blue pill? My, no, no, no. My... You need the blue pill on that one. <laughs> Viagra. <laughs> I just want to live in my blissful world where, where that version oh. of porn does not exist. I'm actually going to Google it. <laughs> Matrix porn shot. <laughs> I'm glad the female's Googling it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Oh no! I have to like go through and watch the videos. There's. I wonder if there's like a gif of this or something. Oh, please share it in the middle of the Zoom call. We're gonna, we're, we're gonna hear this action music, and then all of a sudden, oh, yes, <laughs> Mr. Anderson. 
Mr. Anderson. I need oh, so you so it's to gay take porn your clothes stuff? off. Pull my hair, Mr. Anderson. <laughs> so far, I'm only seeing Trinity porn, but I'm sure. Oh, that's no way. Cool. <laughs> of course. Wait, let me Google, like, Mr. Anderson. Hold on. Wait, does he have a name? No. <laughs> His name is Agent Smith. Oh, Agent Smith. <laughs> Listeners, I think you're Googling the wrong thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, but, like, there's a lot of, like, cartoon. Do you guys want to see a cartoon, like, of this? Bullet time oh, porn the, videos. The, like, like the Animatrix, Hub. but That's... someone made it into sex. <laughs> the Animatrix, but made it into sex. <laughs> the Animatrix sex. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. If you one, search. There's one of Agent Smith interrogating Trinity. Oh, I'm sure that's what he's doing. I haven't found bullet time in porn, but if you search bullet time porn, you did you know that there's a tiny vibrator that's called a bullet? <laughs> <laughs> and there's a whole section on Pornhub about that. Interesting. Okay. And all this content was this provided by the, the Matrix. Marks, bookmark that one for later. This has devolved very quickly. Sorry, Brian's mom. We're going to get back on topic now. <laughs> it's okay. We'll make sure to put the uh, the bullet vibrator dildo, whatever it was, in the uh, in the show notes. We'll link to that there for you. I mean, is it branded for the Matrix though? Like that's really <laughs> no. I, I was. It's just bullet time. Hmm. It's disappointing. It's all right. We're all on top of it. There is no recovery from this. <laughs> just go to your notes and get us back on track. Also, no shame. No, 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 no shame. No, we we will not matrix shame you. Since we're oh, since we're uh, asking questions here, uh, if you guys could uh, get something uploaded to learn instantly, oh, what would it be? Wait, did we go through? Did everyone answer if they were red pill or blue pill first? Though, oh, I just assumed that these guys down here were obviously blue pills. <laughs> such a red pill. I would a hundred percent like see how far the rabbit hole goes. Yeah, I would go red pill as well. Oh. Man, damn. Because it might be the only way I'd actually be able to lose weight properly. <laughs> you wake up and realize that yeah. it was just never there in the first place. What if I wake up and I was still like fucking huge and I'm in the damn pod and I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, you're like the first tube and the dead person recycling. <laughs> so you get like, I, you I get, get it first. <laughs> there's like an egg. There's like a little. A, like fucking a little leak real. in that tube and it just feeds you too much. I'm a 26 volt battery, you know. Like. <laughs> this pod is putting out more of the power than the rest. Okay, I have, I have a. This is. I'm sorry, Brian. I'm gonna ask a question before we come back to your question. So I forgot what I asked. What? It's fine. <laughs> um, because I. Okay, I actually. So um, it has become like a popular. Um, I don't know what even to classify this, but like people believe that we are living in a simulation, right? And so, I, was this around before the Matrix, or did the Matrix kind of kick this off? I think it was before the Matrix. No, there was a um, Philip K. Dick book about that, right? Something yeah. was it? I don't know. I thought so. Well, the the one that the Wachowskis had most of the uh, the cast read was Simulcra and Simulation or something like that. Oh, okay. So this is based on that the, theory of it, it was one of the concepts that they were they were referencing and and including as part of like the philosophy of the film, but it wasn't specifically based on anything. Oh, we need to talk Hugo Weaving here. We haven't even brought him up. Yes, Mr. Anderson. 
he Great is the fucking best villain in this movie. Oh my god. Is he okay, but I kind of felt sorry for him because all he wanted to do, like just like the other guy, was just like get out of it and check out. And he's like, I just need you to I do like this that. thing for me so that I can stop. <laughs> I like that. I like that, that that little bitty dimension on his character made him so much better than just like this like machine that has one purpose that you feel that that you know <clears throat> it shows that they're uh, aren't they like sentient yeah they're pre- sentient creatures. programs yeah programs yeah, the, that just kind of the fact like, that live. he has like a um, a desire a drive like beyond what his you know innate specific programming is i feel like is the best part of of this whole world of like they're sentient machines right they're not just programs they're not just algorithms they're they're thinking living creatures beings that are just in the machine form and just from that one line, like, you feel so much from all of, like, things that are enslaving the entire human race. Like, yeah. And his okay. slow delivery is fantastic, but too. But honestly, I know they enslaved the human race, and that is wrong. But at the mm-hmm. same time, the humans were, like, kind of being assholes. And so... Wait, hold up. Back up. No, they tried. They, they tried to make utopia. Hold up. Wait. How, no. Where, where are we getting hum- humans or assholes? How, how are we? How are well, we getting they, this? from every are. human ever? Yeah. <laughs> have, have you met a human? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, Brian is living in a simulation. <laughs> Man, you guys aren't cynical at all. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because okay, I actually don't remember how the war started, but the humans. That's okay. Like, None of the humans lighted do. the sky, trying to kill the the uh, the AI because they were like, "Oh, you don't." Because they were the already sun. at a war. And then this, yeah. How did the war start? Well, we so don't the know. The humans retaliated for or attacked like by, by basically killing themselves too. Um, but they, the humans were the ones who did this thing to wipe out the AI, and so the AI was like, "Fuck you! We can actually survive on you." And so like. How can you hate them for that? Like, like they're at war. Like this well, you are like... putting a lot of like, you're taking like a line of dialogue that was like very vague and like you know you're it was very specific. It was very specific. No, we, that's exactly they said, what happened. They, they said they don't know who started the war. Okay, fine, but both sides were fine. They know that assholes. they blacked out okay. the, the sun. Humans and then... were dicks and blighted the sky. Yes, so now there's no food. Now there's no new clothes. Now yeah, humans were no... kind of dumb on that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so then the AI, because they and they all they did that to to kill the AI, and so the AI just happened to be smarter and could enslave the humans in order to survive. Because what is their other option to die? So like, how can you be mad at the AI for surviving? Because that's all humans are trying to do too. Yeah, but you know, like we created the AI. Yeah. Well, maybe. Well, the Earth created the humans, and and then then humans created the. Look, look. If we're gonna create something that's smarter than us, like we need to be nice to it. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) <laughs> what? We're, no, it needs to we are in that dinner. part of the simulation. Okay, then don't make it smarter than you. Make it dumb. Okay, don't make it smarter than you. I didn't build the robots, Kristen. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I did, they would be better. <laughs> the first law of robotics is a human no cannot be harmed. Do not harm no human. Well, the action. Yeah, where was the first line of robotics in this fucking reality? Yeah, I know, right? They didn't. Oof. Threw that shit out the door. Who the fuck? Is, who even reads Foundation? What the fuck is that book about? Is that the one with the. No, wait. What's the. Uh, no. What is it? Is it iRobot? Is that I the robot one? Is, yeah. is that the Asimov one? Right. But, well, Foundation is also an Asimov one. Yeah, but yeah, but that's, that's the one with the Utopian Society, not the robots, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. It has been a while. How do you guys feel about Rob Zombie raves? 
<laughs> I feel like that was one of the most quintessential 1999 parts of this film. It is the most dated moment in the entire movie. Yeah, 100%. More dated than those phones or those computer screens? Well, no, because in, you know, in the movie they say it's, you know, it's at the height of human civilization at the end of the 20th century. That makes sense. Well, but if they had gone like a couple more years, they could have smartphones, and I think that would be yeah, better. and iPads and shit. Yeah, and then the, the, that would have probably been like AI, and then like people have been worried about it, and then the machines were like, "Wait, are they thinking about AI? We don't want them to think about that because they're in a simulation that we're controlling." I'm, I'm just saying, come on. Yeah, so it makes <laughs> sense like that they would be kind of stuck at the height of civilization. My question is, do they sort of reset like the whole thing every ten years, every fifteen years, like? Like, how long do they let the, the height of civilization live before they're like, oh, now, they've, now they're like, getting a little close to birthing I would birthing say like AI. 20 years, and then there's a pandemic to wipe everybody out. <laughs> 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 then they roll it back, and they, and they go to like a different era. Like, oh, we're, we're going to do the medieval era now. <laughs> Set everybody back in time. God damn it. I hope they don't do that in the goddamn spinoff or a sequel. Holy fuck, that would be What are you the talking worst. about? They could set it in any time, because it's not really time travel. Oh, God. It's just the program can be put in a specific time. Can you imagine how bad that would be? Like they're on, No, that would be fucking awesome. They're on the epi- oh, my God, bro. Let's, yeah, let's, no, no, no. It, no it, it, it's like, it's like Assassin's up Creed, bro. I mean, no, yeah. no, timeline. I want to see some. I, I want to see Neo fax himself into the past. Yes. They, they need us in these damn pitch meetings, bro. It'd be like this Cowboys and Aliens. I'm behind this. Like yeah, a, that's cool. <laughs> Because <laughs> that was fucking winning right there. Sounds worse Hell than yeah. a Saturday Night Live skit. <laughs> oh my god, could you imagine the AI? Like, I mean, I know it's a simulation, but like, I mean, just like white, like whoever the whoever the AI is in charge, like watching like a TV show and be like, oh my god, we should totally do that for our next reboot. And like that's <laughs> how they that would be like we could set it in like a TV show. Oh, it's like the guy at the Truman Show. Like he's over yeah. like, overlooking it all. Yeah. But, like, the humans have some interaction with, like, making shows, and then the AI is like, yeah, no, that actually might work. Sure. That's like an episode of Black Mirror, yeah. 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 <laughs> we're creating our own yeah. simulation. Maybe we've already been here, and that's how we're able to create it. We're just tapping into our other... Oh, that's damn. what the reincarnation is, is when the new yeah. season starts. Yeah. The Matrix has you. <laughs> what is the Matrix.com? I just love that Brian spent the last like four minutes with his face in his palm. I don't, I don't even have anything to say. Um, cool set pieces. Like I like the the scene where they're in the walls and they have to like slide down. Super. That badass. is a cool like wide shot where they're just like right in the middle of the frame and there's all this like negative space on either side oh, of yeah. the wall. Super cool. I like when they're going down and their feet are dragging the walls and they cut inside the rooms and you can see the walls destroying. So cool, man. I thought everything looked absolutely amazing. It kind of irritated me that it was filmed in Sydney and all of the street names were Chicago street names. And I was like, really? mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, they're always like Wills and Lake. Like, it's, yeah, apparently the Wachowskis grew up in Chicago. And so all of the, the references were to Chicago streets. But it's not Chicago. So, no, they're definitely not in Chicago. Like, but it doesn't you don't look see like a single Sydney. L train. Well, it doesn't look like Chicago either. Like, they're, it was wrong. What city is it supposed to be? I feel like that's kind of the point. It's not supposed to be a city. It's supposed to be just like some generic city in the new world. In the simulation that they've just picked. In the uh, in the interrogation, when when uh, um, when the agents set down like 
rap sheet or whatever the fuck that is. That like little half second, like you see his stuff. It says something about Capital City, USA, and he's born in Capital City, and like so. It's this very yeah. It's a very generic, just nowhereville, but it's supposed to be America, but everywhereville, but also everywhere, but also Chicago. I didn't like it. But would you recognize those those cross street names if you weren't in Chicago or from Chicago? It's or not my fault before, that I'm well traveled. No, I when they said Wells and Lake, I was like, fuck Chicago. <laughs> Is it a bit green in Chicago? It's very green. Oh man, I love that. I I love the green in the Matrix and the blue in the real world. That is fucking dope oh, yeah, shit, yeah. bro. It's it's like a it's, it's like traffic. Oh yeah. Well, it's such a simple way to like communicate so much visually, like without any like you don't have to do anything. Yeah. Like just do an interesting color grade with a little bit of uh, you know you can adjust a couple things and you instantly know exactly where you are. And then like when they're when they're doing the um, the construct and Neo and Morpheus are fighting. That's like warm tones. So it's like not any of the other things. Man, I loved how fucking tall that set is. It, that's such a great set. It does oh, not yeah. need to be like two stories in, in, inside. Right? But it's oh, when they cut to that great. wide shot with that beam of light coming down, they're both in <gasps> yes. stance. Amazing. Oh, man, it's so good. Or uh, Morpheus like does that fucking huge-ass jump right before he's getting ready to pounce down on Neo. Oh, so oh man, that wide shot is so this awesome. fucking knee just like crushes like two inches into the floor. Like, oh, yeah, Morpheus has got some power in here. Yeah, this this movie's got beautiful wide shots. I, I, sometimes I wish it, they would hold on them longer. Well, I was about to say, uh, the entire film is close-ups. Like, most of if the time they're dialoguing. Yes. It, it, it's it's point. It's head. Yeah. It is just chin to the top of the head close up constantly. Wasn't that the style back then? I don't think it's constant, man. I mean, this movie is, I think it's a little differently paced in like, yes, it, it it's a little ahead of its time in terms of it's shot more like a comic book when these characters are delivering their lines. If you think about it, like that thought bubble and that dialogue bubble, that's what you would get. And then mm. when we're going into the the action moments, that's when we're getting a lot of our wide shots. We're getting those like right. those standoff, uh, like the subway when you're seeing like the newspapers come through. Yeah. Love that, you yeah. know. You're getting all that, uh, like that whole fight scene. I mean, like even the um, the helicopter coming down, like all even the over the shoulders when the helicopter hits the building and we're over Neo's shoulder. That's like a huge wide shot. Like we're like behind Neo completely. Um, yeah, I, I like how those frames open up in, in the action moments. And, yeah, I like the the tighter stuff, and especially on the Nebuchadnezzar, like when they're on the ship. That is really, really tight. That's, But I think yeah, they're doing that on purpose, tight. you know. Well, they're trying to make it feel claustrophobic probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that, that plays for sure. Yeah, The only time you get a wide shot in that is that big computer monitor that the guys well, are Oh, at. when they show, the, they show the whole vastness of that room. And then a couple shots in the in the cockpit where they're like looking forward, and you see kind of out the the window. Yeah, like some of those those things like tilting down, where it's it's almost like a HUD, but it's also like those are their computer monitors, so they can see what the fuck is going on. Yeah, those are some dope shots. Okay, <clears throat> I have this looked really cool both scenes, but I have an issue with it. Maybe you guys, if you know more about guns, you can explain to me why I'm wrong. But um, the helicopter when Neo is like shooting the minigun, yeah. Um, it looks so cool, and then it cuts, and I'm assuming they did this because like 
it he's shooting into the water and it looked really cool also but like also he's shooting at the floor and i was like bro like you need to like pull it up a little bit and like aim at the people like not at the floor no he's trying to shoot around morpheus though he's doing a you around the room because the agents are on the left and the right side of morpheus and morpheus is in the middle so when he's shooting if you watch the he's shooting on the left side and then he goes down right to miss morpheus because he's in the oh, middle. That's what he's doing. Yeah, and then he's going up yeah. the other side to yeah. shoot Agent okay, Smith. That was on not the way, it still looks real dangerous. Morpheus should be dead as fuck, bro. <laughs> bro, he's the one. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, he's also yeah. the one. He came back to life. It's fine. He was. Oh, he was guiding okay. the bullets, bro. It's not, it's not real. It's <laughs> Morpheus real. was. He had his shields up. <laughs> that's the plot twist. Morpheus was actually the one. He just needed a backup. He was like, I could have broken out of these handcuffs he, at any moment. He just needed to believe in himself. That's all. That <laughs> that's part of it. Yeah, when, when, <laughs> oh, no, no, that's what it was. He had to believe himself. When the Oracle told him, is like, he, you will find the one. Mm-hmm. He just had he to just, believe in himself enough to, to find right? himself. Yeah. He needed to look in the mirror. You have to stop looking outside and look within. And look inside. Look yeah. inside. Look in the Holy mirror. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, I, I feel like, I don't know, you're not enjoying this as much. <laughs> You know, I think he was expecting us to come in and go, whoa, these special effects, bro. Oh, my God. Oh, look at all this crazy electronic music. This is fucking amazing, bro. Best movie ever. Which I mean, part of me wants to say all those things. and like, But I've seen this movie like 30 times. I feel like if you haven't seen this movie and you don't appreciate it, like, what, what are you going to all of a sudden, like, 20 years later, finally watch it and be like, yeah, no, this is the best movie ever. I'm going to sum this up with uh, ignorance is bliss. I'm going to put this movie in my mouth and the matrix is going to tell me that it's a great movie with great cinematography, amazing special effects. But I know that it's just the matrix telling my brain that this is an amazing movie. Guys, I just want to live my life. I want to be somebody important, like an actor. (laughs) (laughs) Best line of the whole fucking movie. That that always cracks me up. That steak looked good, though. God damn it it did look good. I always, I love that's another funny joke too the harp when he's just like you know what <laughs> <laughs> love it it's so on the nose but fuck it it's great it's so funny and you should be saying Jared that this movie looks great and it's fantastic and the special effects are amazing because all those things are true oh that's totally true those things are so true that like it feels like you don't even have to say them no that's you don't how true they are although you know the lighting's excellent I will say I was uh Going back and forth, comparing 4K copies of The Matrix and Star Wars Episode One, I will say Star Wars Episode One definitely has better reflections. Oh, interesting. Composites on CGI elements than this movie did. Yeah. Like Queen Amidala's ship, that really silver ship when it's in outer yeah. space. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it, like, man, that, that is so fucking sexy. And like all the reflections when it lands on fucking, when it takes off from Naboo and then it's on uh, Tatooine, that looks amazing. So much better than Morpheus's glasses in this film. Yeah, Morpheus's glasses, especially in that super close-up where you see the one pill on the one side and the other pill on the other side, that feels very composited. That's not the one that really bothers me. The one that drives me absolutely crazy is when they're in the white room. The no, not that one either. It's the agent training program when the woman with the red dress. It's mostly done in this wide shot where they you can see everything stop, but when they cut into the coverage. Right, and you you can see Morpheus's close up. Neo, his reactions and the the way it's comped in and his continuity when they reverse to him, his head is always in the wrong goddamn spot. 
Mm. Like some, he'll he'll be looking at Agent Smith in the reflection of the glasses, and then when they cut to Neo, he's just looking at Morpheus, and it drives me crazy. <laughs> it's so, so it's noticeable. It's not yeah, comping. Well, it's also you bad. didn't see his head; you see his shoulder. It's also bad in it. Comp. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. I like those better. Yeah. What, what was your problem with the one in the uh, in the white room? I was seeing the uh, the um, the rag over their head. When they look up, oh. you can see the sources of the light, and you can see that the the top light rag uh, in the reflections. And they they were just letting it go because it's white, but I know what it is. <laughs> yeah, I saw that a couple times too. Like he tilts up just a little bit. Yeah, like yeah, just you, you, you just you see you just see a little corner of it, and you're like, oh, yeah, you light. see, yeah, you see the rag. Oh, um, oh and then uh, uh, when Morpheus is in the chair. And uh, Agent Smith is walking toward him. You can see the light uh, behind him in the glass. And then he steps in front of it and he blocks it. He takes the reflection away. And then when he leans down, you see the light in his uh, sunglasses. That one got me. Yeah. But what are you going to do, man? There, there's a fucking reflection and shit and the light is right oh, there. Yeah. No, and, and you could see you could see the whole 12 by rag. Like, <laughs> it, so Brian, Brian, which which 4K's versions were you? Wow, which 4K versions were you watching? I, I, so HBO Max has 4K versions of this, and so that's what I I saw. The actual, so you have the disc, actual yeah. H, HDR 4K disc. That's the one I watched. I I, I watched it on uh, HBO Max uh, to compare. Um, I, Look different? Uh, a, a little bit. I would say that HBO Max is a little uh, brighter. Uh, yeah, really? especially like the earlier spots with um, Trinity. I don't know. I, yeah. I guess you. Some people may like that because you can see more, but it's just not how I'm used to looking at it. Is it a I different mean, transfer? This is, this is a movie that has it had like five different color grades. Like I've I've seen I've seen Twitter posts about like, well, here's the original theatrical version. Here's the DVD. Here's the Blu-ray. Here's the 4K HDR. And like they are dramatically different colorations of even like the stuff in the Matrix. Like like it, some of it goes a little bit more blue than it should be because it's in the Matrix. Some of it's a little more natural tones, and then like the DVD version is like super green. It's a really interesting comparison. DVD looks like dog I was, shit. I was noticing contrast shifts in the um, in the uh, uh, when they're fighting the dojo. The coverage in there, I was noticing contrast shifts and even like uh, highlights mm. were different in some of the coverage. That's really interesting because that was an entirely staged setup. So yeah, but also like, how much of that is the difference in the nineties when the, you have the regular cameras and the yeah compositing regular yeah. cameras versus slow mo cameras versus trying to do pull a plate. Well, the lighting was stuff, a little different. Yeah. I was thinking that there may have been pickups or something like that. Well, no, that there was were, so yeah. they they started that scene. And then, um, like, uh, Keanu Reeves couldn't do some of the moves, and so they pushed that back by, like, several days or a couple weeks or something like that. So they came back to it for sure. Did they have to upload a new program? There's another one of those shots uh, of of Morpheus. You can tell uh, when he's sitting in the the red chair doing the red pill, blue pill speech. Uh, It's, like, right after that, and he's – I think Keanu Reeves, it's, it's, it's when he's, like, what is the Matrix? Uh, Morpheus has a line. It goes to his shot. And that is, you can tell that that was shot on a different day. Yeah, it, it was on reshoots. Like the frame is like slightly, it, it's just off a little bit, and you can tell the lighting's just a little different. And then it goes right back <laughs> when they cut to him You're again. Right back it goes the, yeah. right back to the way it was before. You, you know, you only see that. I've I've seen that fighting scene a hundred times, and I never noticed the 
the lighting changed. But this time I was also watching the 4K. Yeah, you weren't watching it in 4K, you know? bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's why. Oh, and at the beginning, I even noticed that like there's some there's some slightly out of focus stuff with Trinity at the very beginning. I was like, wow, yeah. look at that, it's slightly soft. And you would never notice that unless you were watching it in 4K. This movie does. I, I think it looks best at 1080p. Like the the keys and everything for the time when this movie was made. It just yeah. It, it's just that that's the resolution the movie needs to be at. You know what I mean? It. Yeah, yeah. You, you get the 4K and things. Do far, fall apart with the visual effects. That was my problem with Mad Max. <laughs> Fury Road. Yeah, mine too. Yeah, so it's hard, hard to watch in 4K. I mean, isn't that the nature of a lot of movies, though? Like, oh, it's true, yeah. You see the stuff that was done for the sake of essentially a 2K transfer, but it was just film, and you don't necessarily see some of those details. Well, they they talk about that with, like, you know, uh, Lawrence of Arabia and stuff like that. Like, you know, if, if you, you're not, you're seeing it better than what the original filmmakers saw it. Accurate, because they restored and fixed a lot of those things. Right. And we're seeing it at a higher fidelity than what they were even yeah, able to do. Yeah, 100%. Lawrence Arabia may be a bad example, because that was shot in 70 millimeter. But That's a fair point, Brian. But Anyway. <laughs> the, the, the sensibility behind the statement, <laughs> We're seeing Jaws better than... <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that nailed it. 100%. We're seeing the shitty shark way better now <laughs> than they did then. That shark does not look real. The shark has never looked real. <laughs> but that's okay. That's, yeah, you know, it's just part of the charm of the movie. The cold dead eyes. The dull's eyes. Yeah. We're going to need a bigger screen. God damn it, bro. Why'd you bring that up? Jaws is the best movie ever. God, I love that Boat movie. goes in the water. Shark's in the water. Shark is in the water. <laughs> Goddamn Robert Shaw, man. What a fucking badass that motherfucker was. God. That dude, like, he just looked like he woke up and had, like, fucking, I don't know, like a, a like a whole case of Milwaukee's best before breakfast. Yeah. Old Milwaukee, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh. what, do, uh, what do you guys think about the, the end of the, the film when um, Neo does his uh, Superman thing and, and flies away at the end? I think the music is fucking perfect. I totally I think agree. it's okay. I think it's okay if there wasn't a sequel. Does he really? not fly in the I, sequel? No, he I, does fly I've in I've only sequel. seen him. He, he does. does. And I think that, that they, they were like, fuck, we got to make him fly now. You think it's a little bit of a back to the future kind of moment where they were like, ah, shit, now we got to just uh, make that a thing ooh, all the time. Fuck, that's yeah. a good comparison, Griggs. Yeah. Yeah. I never thought of that. Yeah. It's a cool way to end the movie. But, I mean, no, no, I was saying, if, if that was just the ending, that's fine. But but making that a thing, uh, I'm interested to see how it plays out. I've seen the sequels, but only once in the theater. So I don't really remember them. So I'm interested to see how that plays out. But I know he flies. I don't know. I, I feel like The Matrix, it's such, a, it's such a perfect movie, like as a singular entity, that some of what the, the sequels do kind of, I don't want to say walks back anything, but it, it tries to expand on some things. And some, some of that works really well, and some of it doesn't work as well as we might want it to after just having seen the first one. But that's a discussion for next week when we start getting into that. I think as an ending for this movie, taking as a singular thing, this is all it is, I think it's a perfect ending. As much because as... It, oh, sorry, go on. No, no, no. I was just going to say, as stupid as it is him flying, the idea of him flying is, it does look really fucking cool. I don't have a problem with the ending. I don't know if I want him to fly in the sequels, though. Did you like his custom glasses? <laughs> at the end? That he puts on in at the that end? Last it's scene. kind of like kind of like a men in black, you know, where he changes the glasses out. I make those look good. 
<laughs> I feel I, I feel like the whole I mean honestly watching it from this uh, year everything looks so dated uh, it's not like I really want to go back and like wear any of the clothes or... I didn't like the yeah I wouldn't wear those glasses you know, I wouldn't they're, wear they're any kinda, of them they're kind of cocked out a little bit like yeah. eyes. yeah yeah that was very like big in that 99 to 2003 ish why do you have to wear sunglasses if you're in the Matrix? So you don't see your oh, is, is eyes blink oh, when you're Oh, no, it's because triggers. their eyes, that they're, they're learning to use their eyes still, or their eyes haven't been used as much, so their eyes are sensitive? No, bro, I don't know. I Nobody don't that's it. <laughs> I mean, if they were wearing sunglasses now in the real with world. your vampire eyes. That would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> wait, but maybe that, around. wait a minute, because they in the real world, there's no sun, and so their eyes would be extra sensitive to it in the Matrix, maybe. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah, actually. But right, that's actually a reasonable theory. But at the same time, um, Neo can take his off because nothing is real, and he can learn how to use his eyeballs again. Still doesn't. Well, make even sense even the agents wear why them. they wear them in the dark though. Yeah, because it looks cool, Brad. Yeah, they're yeah, cool. I know why. Brian. <laughs> but I'm just saying that doesn't fix the logic of what you guys are riffing on. Maybe the eyeglasses are there to protect them. Like, I don't know, maybe um, people can spot them because they actually have, like, brain activity going on. The eyes are the windows to the soul. And if you look into someone's eyes and they're no longer plugged into the simulation, you can tell that they have... Maybe Maybe they're all just really into playing poker. (laughs) I mean, all right, all right, all right. On a a practical, like, actually answer for a real situation, like... (laughs) <laughs> I think the reason why the filmmakers thought they should put him in there besides just the base like oh it looks cool is because they fired so many guns that if they want yeah dude like part of the part of the things and they talked about this a lot in some of the behind the scenes is like when you fire a gun you're naturally like going to blink cuz it's a loud bang like right in front of your face and so they didn't want to be distracted by the actors being like blink 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 and so they put fucking sunglasses on them. They're like, that looks dope. Let's do that for everything. Well, that makes sense. Uh, I was just going to add, um, also, they spent a ton of money, and each character had their own special sunglasses. So, like, might as well wear them in each scene. Might as well. We got seven pairs each. Because <laughs> they kept falling off their heads when they were doing cartwheels <laughs> and stepping on them. <laughs> no shit, right? Stepped on my sunglasses again? <laughs> I was, Come on! I was pulling up, I was reading an article about the sunglasses, and it, it says, th- this sounds like bullshit, but I'll read it to you. It sounds like bullshit. I think someone just made this up. It says, um, uh, Keanu Reeves, when Keanu Reeves enters this new world, his sunglasses serve as, a, as protection against the dangers and surprises he encounters during his journey. Oh my god, my eyes are already rolling. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds sounds like bullshit, but I'll read it. (laughs) Someone's fucking thesis. Yeah, yeah, 100%. (laughs) Dear God, I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully, the uh, academia is not. Please continue. Not going to hell that quick. God damn. Are we at Rady's? We've been meandering around it all night. All right, let's let's wrap it up. (laughs) Who's going first? I think the only thing more amazing than what this movie is is what Brian is going to do with this conversation for a podcast edit. I, I can't wait to hear what three hours sounds like <laughs> cut down. Three hours? Well, I'm, I'm blooming it up a little bit for the edit. So you can leave we'll, that in. And we'll hit two like hours. We'll hit two hours for sure of actual real time. So who's going first, goddammit? 
I'm so going first. I'm trying. I'm trying. He was I'm he was to, working into I'm it, but you to, fucking I'm trying to you know lean you into stepped it. in. You stepped in. No, you I was answering. In. You're stepping. <laughs> this is what happens. What are we doing? <laughs> oh man, um, man, this is one of my all-time favorite movies. Like there was a solid decade where people would be like, "What are your favorite movies?" And I would I would just preface that conversation with. I mean, you can't even count Star Wars, The Matrix, and Lord of the Rings because they're just so obscenely good that obviously they should be everyone's favorite movies. I've seen this movie probably 20 times at least and watching it again now after having not seen it for maybe a decade, which feels like a fun time to like stretch it out and this is a great reason to revisit it. Man, this shit holds up. Like, There's nothing about this that I feel like 20 years later doesn't still work. Maybe some of the visual effects don't necessarily translate into 4K. It all works thematically. I think the script is just fucking phenomenal. And if they took 14 or 15 drafts to get to where it's at and to sell it to some studios, like they did the fucking work and they should absolutely deserve everything that they got for this film. All the casting is spot on. I can't imagine anyone else as these characters. You know what I'm saying? Bill Pope kills it in all of the the cinematography. It's just fucking fantastic. I don't I don't watch this and then think like, oh man, I wish they had cut to a wide shot here, or I wish they weren't on this shot for this long. Maybe a little bit. Some of the pacing, like at at certain moments, you could you could contest that they could have done a little bit. But for how relatively low this budget was. I think they did a fuck ton of work on it, and and it all pays off. What was the budget, Brian? We didn't talk about that. Uh, 60, 60 to sixty-five million. God damn, that's to put that in context. Uh, Star Wars <laughs> Episode One had uh, one hundred and fifteen million the same year. Jesus, so almost half the budget. Half the budget of Star Wars, and this is way, holds up way better than Episode One does. I'm, I'm I can tell you that right now. The pod race, bro. It was the only good thing about the movie after watching it four times. The pod race and and the lightsaber sequences. The pod race is fucking watch incredible. The movie. Yeah, it is. It is pretty fantastic. That's special effects joy. Yeah. There's nothing about this movie that I don't enjoy watching. Twenty years later, after having seen it dozens of times. Yeah, I don't think I can say anything else about how amazing it is. Everyone should see this movie at at least a few times in their lives. Um, it's a it's a fucking perfect ten. Perfect ten. All right. Proud of you, Griggs. Proud of you. For appreciating real, true, amazing things. Yeah, man. You're well, welcome. You're, you're kind of a fucking wild card sometimes. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, man, this movie is excellent. I love this movie. Uh, while watching this film, I had forgotten how many times I had seen this movie. And it was also really refreshing to watch it again. And also to see it in glorious 4K, where I can really see all the boogers. Um, it's really fun. Uh, the lighting is great. Um, the, 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 just being able to, to create something new, you know, we, we live in a time of reboots and all this shit. And and it was, you know, it was nice to feel something that was refreshing, even though it was something old. (laughs) I don't know. It, it, uh, there's, there's also the nostalgia thing. Cause I also remember just loving this movie as a kid. It's one of the movies that made me want to be a filmmaker because there was so much talk about how things are made and and the technology side of it. I'm like, wow, that's really fucking interesting. Um, but yeah, and then the music is fun. It, it, it's, it felt like hanging out with old friends. Uh, this movie is definitely a 10. It's excellent. Oh, Kristen's stepping up. I, I can feel it coming. Come on. Come on. I don't know. Well, I'm not entirely sure because I do enjoy this movie, and I actually really enjoyed watching it 
as like an adult because I don't know that I picked up on all. Uh, I mean, when I was a kid, I thought it was very cool. And now I can appreciate so much more about it. Uh, I All of the costumes, all of the production design, all of the acting, all of the cinematography, obviously. Every, I mean, and it, and it just set, it just kind of set the bar for what movies could be. Um, it was very cool, I think, to kind of see something like this when I was a kid because this is like what I wanted to grow up and do, you know, and, and to have this is like there. I don't know. I, I, um, but yeah, that being said, like, do I want to like watch this all the time? No, it's okay. no not really. So uh, this is why I'm conflicted on my rating. <laughs> okay, and Brian's making crazy eyes. So I guess I'll give it a 10 because it's outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I was trying to decide if I should give it for the win. like an eight or a nine because like, I mean, it's really okay. But like, I mean, what would you improve? I mean, we've talked all through the things. I give it like a 9.5 is my actual rating, but I'll give it a 10 for the sake of the podcast. <laughs> Brian, stop looking at me. What would you improve, Kristen? <laughs> okay, what would I improve? Like, yeah, let me let me hear that. Let's let's, no, let's think about it that way. Okay, okay. So if I had to improve anything, and to be fair, I think a lot of it is like absolutely outstanding, as I've already said. But I would improve is just like little story things. Um, I feel like this movie has a lot of and this was kind of the style then because i know a lot of movies and tv shows that were like this but everyone is just very stoic there's very little dialogue there's very little emotion there's just like very little of but that being said i think the actors a hundred percent delivered like it's not missing it but like if i were to go back and redo it i would add more in there a little more heart yeah, personality kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, is it missing it? Does it need it? No, it's it's great. It's wonderful. But like, yeah, it kind of feels like a little bit slacking. And I think there's like not a lot of heart and soul in it, which is funny because the whole thing is about like finding yourself. But like you kind of, but did you, like you just learned to like wave your hand. Did you, how much of your personality did you find? You didn't, did you, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I mean, I would say the Oracle would tell you to know thyself. I enjoy the Oracle. She had the most personality out of everybody in the movie. <laughs> I, I I think that's like the, the the whole thing, you know, it's like that's Neo's character arc is. It's not finding himself. It's finding, it's finding confidence. Yeah, it's it's believing in like it's believing in what he can do and just being comfortable with who he is in the world. Okay, I'll bump it up to a 9.75. God damn. Got an extra quarter out of her, Brian. Way to all go. Right, all right. Way to go. I'll take what I can get, okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to give this a 10. This is, uh, this is a fantastic movie. This is uh, it's what Spielberg uh, always does, usually. Well, not always, but it, it's what he does in those memorable blockbusters that we all, all think of, like Jaws. And Raiders of Lost Ark, um, it, you're able to take these. Well, maybe not Raiders of Lost Ark, but you're able to take these really awesome action sequences and entertain and and just mystify people for a little bit and have them think about something else while you're also shoving a bunch of goddamn metaphors and giving people that want mm. to think about things things to think about. Because uh, this movie seems extremely pedestrian now, but when this movie came out. 
I was a projectionist at a theater. I can't tell you how many people left the goddamn theater and were like, I don't, I don't understand. What the fuck happened to that movie? I mean, the Kung Fu was cool. I, I like Kung Fu, but what what the fuck was that movie about? I, I think there a lot of people went to go back and re, <laughs> to rewatch this movie just so they could get the, the Morpheus battery speech again. Um, I don't know why that was so hard for people to grasp, but whatever. I mean, it, it was. I mean, I, I guess this was kind of heady sci-fi in terms of the action things. Uh, Terminator, that's a great film, but really, in terms of concepts, it's not asking you to make huge leaps out of anything that we've already haven't already seen before you know it's it's sci-fi it's smart it's well executed but it's not hard to understand it is well told and i think but i think the reason people might need a couple of viewings on this well at the time especially like i think these were newer concepts and now we've kind of because it's been redone so many times but at the same time this movie doesn't sit here and tell you and over explain like a lot of movies do. This is just like, no, this is what it is. What's your, what are you going to do? And you have to, it, you know, it doesn't sit there and go, oh, let me walk you through it. And here's a montage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, no, here we go. And so you have to really be paying attention and you have to really, which I, I actually, I, I think it's really cool. I kind of enjoy that. But I think that is, mis- that's why people have to go back and, Rewatch it and all of that. Yeah, I, I was surprised just going back and, re- and reading reviews, uh, not only at the time, but even now. People j- just seem like they're still confused about this movie. Like, every, uh, a lot of the reviews I was reading, critics were talking about, like, oh, yeah, there's all this violence in the movie, but I guess it doesn't really matter because they're not really killing any people. They, they're just machines and they're programs. And it's like, hold up, wait, stop, 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 stop. No, stop. they're killing people. They are killing people. Everybody that's plugged into the matrix every everyone that's an agent is a person yeah. that's in they're a person in the matrix we see when the agents die we see the dead bodies of the people that they took over it does floor me like the misconceptions and people misunderstanding this movie because um, it is so visually well told that action sequence from the lobby man all the way to the helicopter that may be holy yeah, shit yeah that may be one of the best action set pieces ever put on film I mean of yeah uh, it's absolutely. Terminator Two Hands level down. great. Like that, that's how good it is, and I, I'm not I'm not throwing that around lightly because Terminator Two is the fucking that, in my mind that's the pinnacle of action. This yeah. is really close. So with that, you've been listening to the Movie Crew podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, you can send us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. You guys can also uh, leave us a nice five star rating or a review on uh, Apple Podcasts or uh, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to your podcast. Jared. Where can our uh, audience find you? Ah, Brian. The audience can find me on uh, Instagram. I check the gate. Or on Twitter. At Gerard B. Callen, Mr. Anderson. And Mike. Where can they find you? Well, if you cut your hard line, you might be able to find me on Twitter or Instagram at Grigsy Media. That's G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. And Kristen, where can they find you? You can follow me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene. That's Kristen with a K and an I. Operator, I need an exit. <laughs> and you guys can find me on uh, Twitter at Elkins Edits. And uh, we're going to close out the show tonight with uh, track number 15 from the second disc of the Matrix Complete soundtrack titled Dragula. 
by Rob Zombie. Here we go. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> this is uh, Ontological Shock uh, from composer Don Davies. Enjoy. Great score, by the way. Uh, great score. This is this was like my first like let's listen to the score like twenty four seven for like a month straight. 